0: Welcome to Get Some Shiggles. Today we have on Jay Martinez of Across the Atlantic, friend of the show. This is actually his second time being on the show. He's here to tell us what the hell is going on with the band. I also have to give a big, big thanks to Artie, who's been editing our last, I think, eight or so episodes. He's really been carrying the show for us. He's been awesome. I was actually able to edit this one. And I got to say, after listening through it again while I was editing, it's really kind of a terrible situation that is really sad to see Jay kind of put in. He gets into it. We went into this fresh. When he contacted me about coming on the show and laying out everything, what he wanted to do was he wanted to do something that was a little bit more intimate than a written format, and I can really respect that. Another thing that he told me before we even started this show was that he wanted to do something that would possibly help other artists, and I think that's one of the things that I've grown to really respect about Jay is Jay is always not only thinking about himself, but about others and how he can better everyone else around him. So, anyways, we're going to get into it. Here is our interview with Jay Martinez. All right, hello and welcome. This week we've got a friend of the show, Jay Martinez, back. Wait, is it Jay? Is it Martinez? It is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never say your last name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was Nailed like, wait, it. did I just get really racist for a second? <laughs> no,
1: it's actually, uh, it's actually appropriate. So cool. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: So we got friend of the show, Jay Martinez, back on. Jay actually is going to come on and kind of share his story that I think, if I can speak for you, I think you've been kind of dying to get out.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's been like a, a little over a month and a half coming now, so... Hopefully, uh, hopefully, this answers some questions and kind of can, can give people a little bit of insight of what's been going on with us.
0: Yeah, and, and just to clue in any of the listeners at home, um, all of us are actually, we don't know what the hell the story is either, so we're going to be finding <laughs> out everything at the same yeah, this time, is, and we'll yeah, be asking the... probably all the questions that everyone else has at the same time. <laughs> yeah.
2: Look, this is, this is yeah, the first yeah. time we'll be hearing about this, and, and you know, I think every, all of us follow you guys, and so we were, we've, like you said, for like a month and a half, been like, what the fuck's going on? Like, no. We've been we like proper
3: sleuthing, trying to find any like yeah. of <laughs> yeah. evidence yeah. of what had happened.
4: <laughs> yeah. Because yeah.
0: when you messaged me, Jay, about about coming on and possibly doing this, mm-hmm. I, I think your reasons for doing it, if you want to lay them out, I think your reasons for doing it were awesome, as opposed to doing kind of like a written format.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just I wanted to uh, to be as transparent as as in depth as I could uh, about this. Obviously, this is something that is very difficult and has a lot of uh details to kind of go into and i wanted to make sure that we kind of addressed all of those in a way that was going to be as uh as explanatory as possible um it's people since this kind of has kicked off people have just been hitting me up with so many different questions on my personal social medias and my phone is just getting blown up and that sort of thing. So really, I, I'm, I'm hoping that this kind of is, this is actually the first time I get to address it publicly in a way where nothing is off limits. And I wanted to make sure that it was also coming from a place that was completely organic and, and that you guys can really give uh, your two cents in and ask the questions you guys want to ask. And we just do this the right way. Um, no nothing, nothing pre-planned or formed, just... Straight up, because I think that's how it deserves to be handled. So
0: yeah, man. So I say let's get into it.
1: Cool. Well, uh, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I'm Jay Martinez, the uh, vocalist of Across the Atlantic. It's been a crazy couple of months for us. Uh, we put out our label debut under Sharp Tone, Works of Progress, on September the first, and that it was, was immediately... great, man. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Thank you. That was immediately followed by uh, our first European tour, which uh, took place in the middle of September to early October um and that I I think we arrived home on October the 4th is when we got back into Texas and this is kind of where the the chaos ensues shortly after this um I'll just kind of start with uh I guess a, a replay of the events at least from from my perspective on how this shit all played out and uh we'll go from there so um, yeah, like I said, we the, the tour ended. We were able to spend some time at the label and then fly back on a very long flight to Texas.
0: And Sharp Tones out of Germany, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. We flew out of Germany. Uh, I think it was Frankfurt is where we flew out of. So it, we, we flew to somewhere random in Washington and had like a 50-minute layover that was kind of cool. But uh, yeah, then back to Texas in the middle of the night or not the middle of the night, maybe like 8 o'clock or so. But uh, needless to say, it was good to be home. We were all kind of uh, still on jet lag, as you can imagine. Um, yeah. But it was it was a, a very uh, that that was the first tour that I think we ever had that never had any off days. so it was just kind of continuous and continuous till the end Damn. of it. So
2: how long was
1: it? it? The the tour itself was was two weeks, but we were there for a little over three weeks yeah, in Europe.
2: Two weeks, so it's two weeks of straight shows. That's kind of impressive to be honest with you so hard yeah yeah how's your voice
1: hold up it was uh it was there's a lot to explain about the tour but but my voice was uh luckily it 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 held up probably as good as it could have um but it was definitely an enduring enduring process for sure but uh yeah i mean we were excited to get back to the states and uh Finally, see family and and do that whole thing. Come back to our own beds, get some some American food and, and that sort of thing. American food, other than fast food, because that's all they have.
2: When you came <laughs> home, was it great, great again? again.
1: <laughs> 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 that's still that's still to be determined. All right. <laughs> um, but no, no, it was uh, it was really cool. I, I remember um, it was just such an enduring tour that uh we we got off the plane and we came down the escalators getting the whole luggage thing and and we were surprised to see that there was just all of our families girlfriends with like signs like it felt like we were coming back from like a tour of duty in the military or something It it was surreal I mean everybody was there taking pictures it was a really really cool moment after a really really uh enduring tour like I said so it was it was cool to come home to that and see the people that Reminded us why we kind of do this whole thing. And so that was a, a really cool thing that I had to mention. But uh, yeah, so we got home uh, late that evening. I came, uh, saw my girlfriend. We stayed at her apartment that evening. And uh, maybe about eight hours after we landed is, is when things kind of took a, uh, an unexpected twist. And uh, it started with, uh, I'm currently ha- housed at my mom's uh, with the drummer, Cody. And he had been living with us for about a year. And uh, it, it starts with that morning, his entire bedroom is completely cleared out. So I mean, everything is gone um, from the bed frame, any any sign of clothes, everything is just completely gone and, and nothing has been said to me, nothing has been said to, to my mom or anybody. The, the entire bedroom is just vacant. So a little weird, but whatever, not unheard of. Um, so that, that happens. My mom tells me, oh, I, I guess he moved out, whatever. And then uh, a couple hours later i get a a text notification on my phone that the entire band bank business account has been cleared out completely zeroed out and again uh yeah 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 so i'm i'm starting to uh get a little skeptical um we have a large sum of money that's in completely like maybe four or five different european currencies so i'm like maybe they're gonna put them all in together because we already have some some money saved up in the the band account but we hadn't deposited everything that we had gotten from the tour so again i'm kind of like well maybe it's kind of weird but maybe not unheard of so still kind of okay and then about half an hour after that that's when i get the notifications on all the social media pages that uh, i'm removed from the pages and the passwords are getting changed and that's when it kind of becomes apparent what's going on here uh so by that by that point in time it kind of put two and two together that i was uh i was on the outs and there was no conversation had um no phone calls missed as a matter of fact i kind of texted uh jason in regards to trying to figure out uh the whole band business or bank account thing and and hadn't gotten a response yet so as you guys can can imagine um my first emotion at that point in time time was just to, to spaz like i i right. went off the wall. i freaked man um yeah so
0: well this is your baby man
1: yeah, yeah yeah exactly this was something that i had put everything into for over the course of 5 years so it just kind of at first it just really f- feels like a bad dream it's kind of surreal it doesn't feel real but uh like i said i wasn't getting any responses from anyone there was no expl- uh, like explanation or hey we're going to talk later or whatever the case may be it just kind of happened um so i i took the action or took matters into my own hands for better or worse, depending how you look at it, and I kind of posted the screenshots of what had happened, and I'm like, I, I guess this is it. I guess I'm out of, across the Atlantic. This is uh, this is news to me, but this is what's happened this morning. And yeah. maybe about five minutes after that, that's when I get the uh, the response, sure enough, from, from Jason, and he's like, hey, uh, we're in the process of removing you from all the pages. We're going to have a discussion with you. As soon as all this is over, stand by. And and that was the uh, the extent of the conversation.
2: Like, nah, like dude, that's that's such <laughs> a shitty fucking
3: <laughs> That's a fucking shit. like stand yeah, the, by. There's no name. Well, no, you don't you don't, you
2: don't stand by when you just booted me and took all my money.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, the, the problem that I would have with that is those are the actions you take after the conversations have been had. Right, Like, yes. it's not exactly. like you, you don't do that and then have conversations. That was, that is the end point of, we had conversations and we did this like that. It doesn't make sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So, um, at, at that point in time, I mean, like I said, my, my first thoughts are just kind of like, uh, it just feels like a gut punch. I mean, it's like uh, it, it just gets hard to breathe. It's, it's like, well, is, is this really happening? I mean, these are people that have been my family for, for five years. And now this is something that I've helped yeah. build literally from the ground up. And it's suddenly not not there.
3: No one else in the band contacted you?
1: No, no, not, not at that point in time. That, that, the last correspondence then was just, hey, we're going to get back to you. And uh, immediately after I got past the shock, like I, I told my girlfriend, I told my dad, I told my mom, and um, th- like after that, having those discussions with them, they were just like, T- "Talk to an attorney." Like right now, just talk to an attorney. There's right. there's legal legal issues that that are obviously attached to the band now with you guys being signed, and and maybe there's something there that that you can cling on to or at least make sure this is done in a way that's going to be ethically correct. So, yeah. um, I I get right, I yeah. get on that phone call. Yeah. So I get on that phone call and cool. the, uh, the attorney just basically says, just halt all communications with them. Um, let's figure out where we're at, what, what's, what's going on right. and, uh, and, and, and kind of regroup and go from there. So, um, at that point in time, I mean, two hours after the fact, or maybe an hour and a half after the fact from the initial standby is when one phone call is, is placed to me. And of course I let them know at that time I'm, I'm not going to be taking calls here and there, uh, at, at that particular moment, because I'm still trying to get my horses in order on how I'm going to maneuver through this. So, um, right. once, once that kind of becomes clear, then, then I think the, uh, the reality really sets in as to, uh, to what all is, is tr- transpiring before our eyes. And, uh, the label gets notified, the label gets involved, they're, wondering what's going on as well. Uh, I get on a couple of phone calls with the leadership there and uh, and we like get in a, a little uh, group thread with, with the leadership of the label and, and uh, ultimately they get to speak their piece as to why they think this is a good decision and, and I get to issue my rebuttal and then uh, them again. And, and that was really, that was the extent of the, uh, the last time I spoke with them or, or had any, correspondence with anyone in the band.
0: When you said they got to state their case, you're talking about across the Atlantic, not the label, right? Yeah, yeah, across okay, the Atlantic. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, was, gotcha. I was
1: actually
2: getting ready okay. to ask like asked. so I was yeah. gonna ask if it was label backed or right, yeah, by yeah right. Yeah. So so it's not that like the label was more lo- more or less the mediator in that position
1: yeah i think i think uh because this we we our label has uh two headquarters in germany and and in los angeles and Mm. and that that thread happened to have uh members of both so at that point in time that was like that was initiated by basically the the highest of leaders in the company to uh to kind of get all that out there and and Really, that was the like I said, the last time that there was correspondence uh, between everybody. So
0: and they were in the dark just as much as you were.
1: Yeah, the, yeah. yeah as for wow, the, the, wow. The, wow. Right. So uh, nope. up to this point, everything that was kind of at least discussed and every single action that was taken was kept from you and the label as well. Yeah, I think I th- the so. The Los Angeles uh, office had, I guess, an idea, or, or maybe had been cor- in correspondence with the band with some of the grievances they had during the tour, but nobody uh, and throughout the entirety of, of the business of the label knew that I was going to be kicked out. So right. that yeah. was a decision that was made. That was a decision that was made amongst the band probably even before we landed in the United States. Wow. So oh wow okay yeah so it was uh needless to say i mean that that was kind of the uh that that's really i think what what set us on this this path here and and where we are now and uh since then i mean i've had to kind of keep it a little null as far as what i've been able to say because this has been an ongoing um negotiation between uh my party and theirs and and how we're going to move forward but so now, this is just as a of
2: full blown mutiny, yeah,
1: it, 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 <laughs> like, it's, it's crazy, like, man. <laughs> it
2: really, like, 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 I mean, <laughs> a plot and everything, like, a month in advance. Man. I,
3: like, from what, what what I was like, I was just assuming that it was going to be label backed. That was me, too. Like, it was the label be like, uh, we've had enough of him, maybe you should go a different direction. That's what I I didn't think it'd be actual bandmates, yeah,
1: like, and and the, thing, the label is the, the label's handling is as, as, as best as they can i, I think they're right. they're trying to be as even kill as possible as and which is what i would hope and, and expect and and i got to uh right. definitely give give props to everybody involved on, on their end because i think it's th- this is very, not only is this we are artists of the of the that label but but we're an investment and i think that they're trying to handle this as as fair as possible given the given the circumstances and given how much is really on the line here, and how many people's lives are, are are basically being hung in the balance of how this goes? And it's it's such a it's such a, a precious thing that I think that I, I it would be I, I'm sure or I have had discussions and confidence with different people uh, associated with th- throughout the industry, and and I mean it's it's good to know that people have uh, my back in, in ways, but I can completely and totally understand why I mean everybody is just being so objective I mean because it who, who knows how this is gonna play out and right I really think that uh, that like like they said or like, like the, the the situation should always be kind of handled by the third party and in this case that that happens yeah. to be the legal system so we'll see how it goes
0: so and I don't know how much you're willing to talk about or, or even want to talk about or can talk about but so what the hell happened what are their what are their grievances
1: so um I'll start by by saying this Uh, this this tour that that we did in Europe was the most rewarding and definitely the the most that I've ever learned on, on a tour but it was the by far the hardest experience um, in my life associated to music uh, right. you got to keep in mind that this was this was the first tour that that we did in Europe this was the first tour that was out of our, our market of the United States this was the first tour that was handled by uh, a booking agency this was the first tour that I didn't book myself Um this was the first time that, that things were really not in, in my control or in our control. And mm-hmm. uh, basically, uh, it was kind of whatever could go wrong did go wrong uh, for <laughs> us on, on this tour. And uh, it, it, it was, uh, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it, it was kind of just, like I said, a, a learning experience. Um, everything from uh, from equipment not working to just uh, very long drives and no off days uh, to, to being... Exposed to this new market where we literally it was like a minimal amount of people that knew Us and we were constantly having to battle the crowds and, and and getting our name out there all of those things kind of factored into just just being like a a really a marathon of of endurance and of heart and of uh, a Lot of different things to, to kind of get through and I think that uh, like I said, I mean th- th- there was a lot that went into uh, making this this tour a, a very tiresome and and kind of uh, exhaustive experience and uh, a lot of a lot of what kind of fell through the gaps on this one is, is typically the stuff that I do. Like I said, um, obviously you, you guys know we've been an independent band for five years and and by doing right. that, uh, we we've been able to kind of work our way up the ranks by uh, being diligent and and making sure that we were crossing our T's and dotting our I's when we would go on tour. I was always very conscientious of routing and conscientious of lodging and payouts and um equipment working and things like that but there was just so many th- th- there's so many uh variables when you go on tour and things are out of your hands and you're having to rent stuff and uh you're right. getting assigned a driver and a van all of that stuff i mean it, it was just not it was just not our, our luck um all, all of those things and unfortunately it was just just uh, circumstance after circumstance, as far as things going wrong, and and uh, I think that um, me me being typically the one that kind of takes responsibility in handling these issues, and and talking to the agents, and booking the shows, and uh, doing the routing, and and picking where we're gonna sleep, and handling the gas, all all of those little things that you kind of just don't consider when you go on tour. That that's usually my forte. I mean that that's usually the stuff that that I do I pride myself in and really making sure that that I tried to, to always put us in the best opportunities to succeed and um that just didn't happen this tour and I think that uh everybody had their their own way of kind of uh going through the get, getting over the the hardships that we had but I think there was uh there was frustration and and definitely um just tired tiredness and and anxiety from everybody at one point or another on the tour and and i think uh we'll we'll get into a little bit of the other things but i think one of the most major and central issues is that uh just associating me with the person that typically makes sure these things doesn't happen also puts me uh as as the blame when when things go wrong and i think that uh even even if it was unintentional i I think there was a little bit of uh, animosity because we were having so much uh so much stuff just go go bad and go south um so that that kind of set the the tone of uh, for things but um I, I think in in addition to that it was like I said for me personally it was probably one of the hardest experiences or like a duration of time that I've had to go through because it was I, I mean i I really am like the the or I try to be the most prepared person as possible so whenever whenever we do something or whenever we go somewhere we book something or we're about to do a deal or whatever the case may be I'm, I'm big on research and I'm big on book work and I'm big on just learning from other mistakes to avoid us doing those so uh, with with that in mind and with how much we had writing on this tour in terms of this being our first tour uh, after the album and this being our first exposure to Europe and this this being basically the 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 first stepping stone in, in our careers as as labeled musicians I mean it was uh personally a very bitter pill to swallow for me when things started going wrong and uh, I, I I just happened to have um, a, a few other things personally go south back home while I was over there, I lost a friend um, to drunk driving, and and just really? a couple other things just went south. Oh, wow. It was it
0: was just sorry to hear that, man.
1: Yeah, it it was just a rough time, and um, for, for that, for me, I like I said, I, I try to pride myself in just being emotionally and mentally resilient. Um, I, that's always something that I think I've tried to uh, to take on and and be the leader for the band and the spearhead for the band, but. Uh, for this tour, I'll, I'll be honest and it was uh, it was probably just mentally tolling and enduring more so than anything I've ever done. So uh, I, I was on the verge of a few times of just complete break mental breakdown. but I mean um, right. I knew I knew that I had responsibilities to fulfill and I knew when it came to when we were under the lights and it was time to perform and, and put on the show, I knew that that was what I was there to do. So I made sure that everything that was kind of uh, creeping up and creeping in, and the background never affected uh, me out there, or at least I, I tried to assure that was the case. But uh, just just feeling like I failed not only myself but the guys and the band and the people that had supported us back home. I mean that that was tough for me because I I I'm I'm one of those dudes that just wants to be successful and everything right. that that I do. Uh, so that was that was hard, and and I think that that in that moment of kind of on the brink of, of just desperation and anxiety, depression, whatever you want to call it. It was a, a moment of weakness for me and, and, and uh, I think the guys saw that and it probably uh it, it probably even strengthened the case and, and kind of saying, Well he's I mean he he's he's not mentally not here. I mean he he's a walking corpse. He's not himself. He's not talking that much. He's not being very active uh, after right. the, the performances. And um i, I kind of knew that I, I could i could see how it was affecting them and i could kind of read with their body language where they were coming from so my my mo or my way of addressing that with them and kind of what i would hope was uh calm the waters or, or, or steer the ship was to just be honest and to tell them you know guys hey this is this is right now a very tough time for me and 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 something that i feel i'm trying my best to kind of get over I'm, I'm i'm really working through this but i'm Right now I'm not okay uh and and I'm very much uh trying to gather myself but you guys need to know I'm I'm still here with you right now there's maybe maybe this is something that I I can maybe address at home if it carries over to that point in time but right now I'm I'm not I'm not okay and and that was something that I wanted to you know just be honest and upfront with them because there had been times when when everybody gets low on the road I mean in particular, with, with this tour, I, I think everybody did, and and usually, you when you kind of uh, expo- put yourself out there like that, you kind of expect the the people in your on your team or in your group to, to kind of lift you up or, or get you through it or give you a little bit more of that yeah. that boost to get through. But uh, for whatever reason, maybe that that just wasn't the case, and I think that uh, they they took that as that I I w- wanted outs of the band and, and that I was already. I, 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 my mind was made up entirely and I didn't want to be in the group and that I, I just was completely uh, distraught and, and disconnected from, from the band. And I, I, I could see why they, they would have that interpretation, but I just, I never said that, hey guys, as soon as we get back, I don't, I don't want to do this or I'm quitting. I, I just said, guys, I'm having a hard time. I want to reevaluate where I stand and, and hopefully get, get a little bit of insight on, on myself when we get back home. So I think that was a that that was probably a, another factor, um, and and this is what I believe is the uh, what were, were some of the issues. Um, they the, I, I can kind of address some of their grievances, and it kind of uh, I I believe it. It's like that thing where like uh, you you get in you get in that that argument with your girlfriend, and there's that that one thing that just sets her off, and then as soon as you have that argument, the laundry list comes out and it's like everything you've ever did. And Neil, you uh, yeah, away, just, and Neil. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, Neil's 100% no, agreeing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know,
2: yeah. The laundry list that happens, yeah. And you even say, I don't want this shit, I don't want this, to, I don't like, like you say it like, well, this is what I say. I say, I don't want this shit to come bite me <laughs> in the ass the next time you get pissed off at me and what well, fucking happens every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Quick, yeah, yeah. Real quick, two yeah. things two things about what you previously said. So the first thing is maybe and not taking sides here or anything, but like when I hear people say the word reevaluate, I hear we are going to Elena. pull things back. We need to have a chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to like we're gonna pull yeah. things it. back and it's figure out like how to down. go forward and we are not going to go forward until We finish reevaluating. So maybe that's just people's different interpretations, like you said. But secondly, I just don't understand how like being standoffish or like going through a rough time in someone's life automatically qualifies you for wanting out. You know, it's not uncommon for band members to not interact with the crowd or not interact and just go right back to their bunk after a tour is over or, or a show is over. So I don't understand how, you know, maybe wanting some, like, time for yourself or, like, time to think about things could... I don't... I just don't understand... I don't understand how they came to the conclusion that, hey, like, he's not in it. We're gonna move on. So I just... It, it's, just it's just something that... Kind of, it, it sounds, at this point it sounds like they were kind of like looking for a push you know
1: yeah
0: just so i can piggyback on that all the things that you're talking about like you know if and i'm I'm gonna take some liberties here so i'm not saying you did this but let's say you booked the wrong tour or, or not tour but you booked the wrong like driver or you didn't have a place lined up to sleep that night or whatever my my first thing if somebody did that like if you were the dude that was in charge of booking that would be like all right, hey, maybe Jay doesn't book that shit anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it <laughs> wouldn't be like, "Hey, yeah. Jay's out of the goddamn band." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Here's the other thing
4: too: like, you didn't have any control of what the European tour, like, your drivers and gross. stuff. Like, right. was that all yeah. the uh, labels' decisions?
1: Yeah, I mean, so so basically, uh, here's here's kind of what what happened. And, um, so we we happened to get the deal in December. We were already recording the album, uh, so i i i had told the guys i I think i told you guys this story too that uh when when we went in to record the album we were still an independent band and i said guys i don't know if i can do another album cycle i was about to finish school and uh if if things don't pick up for us from this point forward it's going to be tough for me to uh to maneuver myself as as a 25 year old and inheriting the the debt that comes with school and blah 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 so uh we it just so happened we got the deal before the album was done and then that that changes things obviously so i i think that uh that same sentiment probably was something that was already lingering in their thought maybe that that i was uh looking for a way out um and in regards to just not wanting to be in the band uh but it's a little bit different when you have a little that that elevated platform with the label um right. in regards to in regards to kind of what happened in the arrangements with booking the tour, um, we, my, my girlfriend and I, since I was graduating college, I had already uh, booked a, a trip to Europe. That was kind of like my my gift to myself for graduating right. or whatever. And as yeah. fate would have it, as fate would have it, our, our label, uh, one of the offices is based in Germany. So um, one of the trips I make over there is is visiting the 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 label and and they know that the opportunities for us being this uh our first album under the label are, are going to be very very limited there's not very good there's not going to be a huge market of agents wanting to put us on these huge tours because we just don't have the repertoire or the numbers or the market to to draw or make ourselves attractive so the label uh, over there comes up with the idea that hey we got these two other artists that are under the label here here in europe that are touring in september around the time your album's supposed to come out so why don't we put you guys on that and i'll just i'll talk to uh, the, the agency there and, and we'll make it happen and you guys will will have your first tour in europe with these two awesome bands that people people already know over here and we can kind of spread you through that way now right. um and of course, I mean, everybody at that point in time, we're just so excited about the opportunity to to tour Europe. I mean, it's such a, a milestone, and it's like we're we're yeah. going there right out the gates. Like that's huge. Like, of yeah. course, I mean, who who would turn that down? But yeah. um, right. that there's there's reasons why, and and this is something that that of course you learn after the fact when when your eyes are a little bit smaller and and, and you kind of get get both sides of the spectrum. But there's reasons why there's steps to the growth of of bands and and what you do and and though though i am very grateful and and i i definitely would not change a thing about having that tour and and having that experience i definitely understand why we had the the challenges that we did given the the age of the band and the team that we had around us and and the tools that we had around us at our size Uh, i think i think it was just kind of uh it was probably going to be an uphill battle um regardless just because of of where we stood and and the the land for like uh basically the the law of the land with with the scene and kind of how things went and um i mean at the same time we didn't know like how to uh mediate business between what we thought was going to happen on the tour and what actually happened or what what actually happens on a tour when you're going through an agency we didn't know that so uh, there was definitely a lot of room for Miscommunications, misunderstandings, and everybody worked really hard to kind of resolve that in a way. And luckily, we were able to resolve that in a way to finish the tour and make the most of, make the most of the situation and have some really cool, awesome shows. But uh, with it came the challenges, and, and I think that um, that's really what kind of uh, set the tone as far as putting us in this really stressed state of mind. Um, to, to, move forward. So
0: do you mind if I prod you just a little bit? Shoot. You answer whatever you want. But to me, everything that I'm hearing isn't quite adding up as far as, you know, the reasons that they would have had for not wanting to be in a band with you anymore seem petty as hell, like real petty. Um, yeah. and, and obviously this is fr- somebody that's here in one side of a story and, and is right, thousands right. of miles away. Right. But like, I'm not, I'm having trouble piecing that together because I don't understand Like if Jay, you know, and I'm taking some liberties here, if Jay can't, you know, if Jay didn't get us a place to sleep tonight, well then like, hey, Jay probably doesn't book the next couple places to sleep, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, hey, let's kick Jay out of the band. So my question for you is, if you're comfortable answering this give me like the number one reason if there's an event or something, give me like the number one reason that all this kind of came to a head. If you've got one in mind or maybe you don't know, I don't know.
1: So I'm going to, I'm going to do you one better and I'll go through like a, a, little bit of that, that laundry list stuff. So you guys can kind of, this, this was taken like directly from the conversation uh, with the leadership, the label leadership and, and that sort of thing. Right. So I'll, I'll kind of go into right. a, a little bit of, of perspective here at, um, at, from, from their end. So Number one, um, it it just says here uh, manipulative. So, I guess uh, I, I I'll, I'll back up and kind of say um, I, as as far as for as long as we've been a band, any business relations, any negotiations, any uh, any invoices, anything that that ever required stuff outside of playing your instrument has has for the majority of the fact been handled from me. And and right. maybe that's because. Uh, I, I'm just uh, confident in speaking publicly, or uh, a little bit more comfortable, like talking to, to strangers. Whatever the case may be, that that has been the role that that I inherited, um, and and that's something that basically has been apparent from from day one, and, and something that that really uh, I I feel like uh, has kind of helped. I, I definitely learned a lot on the way, and I'm sure I made a lot of mistakes a, along the way of of kind of. Maneuvering, maneuvering ourselves the best i could through through the judgments and the decisions that you have to make as, as an independent band but ultimately i feel like i did a pretty good job uh at that but they, they they go on to say manipulative and doesn't allow us to speak with a label and that that's where i i get a little bit of of an issue uh because they they say well nobody else was talking to leadership nobody else was in the loop and uh, like um it's it's all just you you're you're not calling and whatever the case may be and and and, um
0: phones work two ways man
1: yeah 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 and i i i can i understand uh where they're coming from i mean because it, it always is a little unnerving to have somebody answer on behalf of the band and make those decisions when you have to but the thing that has always been how i kind of have always tried to carry myself as a leader is make sure that that the conversations are always had with them before any decisions are made and right I, I will say that most of the time i am that person or i always have been that person that does the majority of the communication but it's not because i'm, I'm blocking anybody else from doing it it's just because that's the way it's always been done but i mean the, these the band has access to their email addresses and to their phone numbers that you've had you've had access to contact these people had you would wanted to get in touch with them way long before that's what i was gonna ask like like if like
2: if you didn't do it who in the band would have stepped up to do it you know what i mean and who would have who would have got you signed to the label right like could you have seen somebody else being like hey i want this gig and and that kind of that is kind of like twofold because like one it seems like and this is just from talking with you now it seems like that is somewhat stressful for someone in your shoes to do all of that shit so I am assuming that if someone wanted to take the I guess management role of the band you would maybe have been okay with it? I mean like it, and just to get some things off your plate.
1: Yeah, I mean I was I was always uh, like I said like when whenever the situations arose or there was always discussions about uh videos or merch or or whatever the case may be i am i'm the middleman and and with that that comes a lot of that comes with a lot of weight for me but at the same time i mean typically from the perspective of the the other party we're doing business with they don't want to talk to five right. people at the same time exactly. you don't want to have five of the well, same so
0: conversations fast. yeah look how hard it is yeah. to have five of us have one conversation yeah.
5: right. <laughs> let's, yeah,
0: all yeah. Ask, let's all ask Jay the same question <laughs>
4: but also yeah. um, one thing you did mention though you said that you were the middleman. so essentially speaking regardless of uh, what gigs you booked how many shirts you ordered all the tours you've done so on and so forth you converse with the band first, and you were just the voice to the management, to uh, all the uh, companies, so on and so forth. Correct.
1: Right, right. And I want to be transparent in the fact that I mean everything. Everything is always voted on, and that's so much. And so much. And my point in case is that I've I've been outvoted, and in, in opinions that I've had myself, and that's just <laughs> the way it goes. That that's how we've carried ourselves, and I think that's. That, that's just like uh, the, that's what we felt has worked for us always and, and that's why this is such like a, a confusing thing for me to say. but I th- this I, I'll get a little bit into this after kind of we, we get out of the manipulative thing but um, th- this is this is stemming from an observation that was made by somebody that came into the circle uh, just for the tour that was not familiar with the group that had probably met the group maybe a month before the tour started uh this was an observation from them that was like hey this isn't how bands are ran hey you should be talking to them you should be having these conversations and all of a sudden the eyebrows start getting raised because now um we start thinking in in regards to what this person is is telling us so uh that's that that obviously kind of uh St- sets the sets the, the the fire i guess a little bit it sets the foundation for for what's to come and what's to build upon but um i mean yeah it
0: sounds like it's somebody stepping in trying to fix something that isn't broken
1: yeah i i i definitely i i think uh I think that it, it could have it, this could have went a number of ways where, where you could have been all benefited from this and especially right. with, with this with this particular issue specifically I mean this is such a, a quick and easy fix that I, it's it's really hard to understand why it's such a big point of emphasis and, and the laundry list because it was just like okay, you, you want to be involved okay then get on the group calls all right that, like that's that's as simple as that. Yeah,
5: it um, just takes a
3: conversation. But, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. My
3: my so. thing also is though, like every band has that one person. I'm sure.
0: Like right. with well, Silverstein,
3: it's Paul, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and like, um, right, with 100%. fucking, uh, like Fall Out Boy, Pete Wentz. Like Fall Out Boy is not Fall Out Boy without Pete. He like he chose the direction of the band in every aspect. You know what I mean? Like there's always that one person that's gonna kind of falling
0: apart at halftime, uh. though.
2: But yeah. Buddy I mean look at Buddy from Saints' Fail, dude like literally you. he he is literally the only remaining original member yeah. since his Fail. And so really and truly, like that band is more of a collective now. He just he just finds people to make music with and say, Hey, I'm gonna put it out under this name. Not Buddy yeah. Nielsen.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, you're you're,
2: you're right. You're right, Dre.
1: So yeah, that that was uh that was one, and then um like I said, that doesn't engage with fans, which uh I, like <laughs> uh, I, like I said, I mean it was a tough tour, and and with this with this particular one, this is this is my take on it, and people have very different opinions, and and I don't think there's a right one, but in 2017, I, I think that you have to always be very aware of your surroundings and how you interact with each. <laughs> person yes. that you meet because no, if was, you if you, if you so much are short <laughs> yeah if, if if you so much are short or rub someone the wrong way yeah, then literally. you have the title of the asshole for the the rest of time um so that with me if i never i i every after every show i was out there after every show i was out there now maybe there were times where i talked more often than not but but the thing with me is it Number one, it always has to come from an organic place. If if you're forcing right. me to media talk, just to talk, I mean, chances are the the person that I'm talking to is going to know that I don't want to be there, yeah. and right. it's not it's not because I don't appreciate the person or the fans, or the opportunity or the show. It's just because, like, man, th- at the end of the day, I'm 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 a person also when I get off the stage, and I've been playing, uh, 14 consecutive shows with 10-hour drives in between and losing a friend back home like that that stuff just weighs up yeah and uh with with me i just like i said i i mean i i, I always wanted to make sure that that it was coming from from a genuine place and uh I, I i think that for the most part if if people were out there that that had interacted with me or, or saw me after the shows I, I i gotta believe that that it would be positive um because i i did i did what what I felt like uh like I wanted to do so
0: the reason I laugh so much at that is because that's how that's how you and I know each other that's why you're on this podcast is because <laughs> I was a fan and you drove out to a Denny's parking lot to come meet me so I could buy a CD and buy a shirt that's like the whole reason that I go to your shows besides the kickass music it's the whole reason I support <laughs> your band is because you're you're a cool dude you know what I mean and that's the whole reason Thanks. that I even know you like I, th- that's why I laugh so hard when they said that because that is literally mine and your relationship is right i'm a fan and you've been way cool to me you've been way cool to all of us on here so i i, I don't know i understand if they say that but i also have a perspective that is purely from the fan's perspective <laughs> and it's it's way different <laughs> yeah and yeah. i i mean i'd i'd wager to say anyone i've met so far that's listened to your band is is uh is in the same boat yeah
1: Thank you. I've been to shows yeah. and
0: everything, and I, I don't know. I, that's why I laughed at that.
1: Yeah, no, thanks, man. I mean, like I said, I, I, I don't take any of this for granted, and, and particularly at that point in time, I mean, being in Europe, regardless of, of the hell storm that was going around around us, I mean, it was it, it was still such a crazy experience and so awesome to be there that that, that never slipped from mine. And there, there were times where, like, maybe emotionally I, I was still not not – all there positively but i was i was always aware of the moment and i was always thankful to to be there so that that for me was was kind of one of the more um one of the more hurtful shots to to take from them but uh yeah i I mean um i I think that everybody has the 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 better nights than not of of when they want to uh get out there and 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 talk and interact and stuff and um if if they felt like i was lacking in, in that regard i mean i would just I would hope that what, whatever else are, are my strengths, if that's considered a weakness, I would hope that my strengths in doing the, the business conversations and doing the bookings and fronting the ban and whatever, I would hope all of that would kind of over, overshadow this, this one minuscule thing. And, and that's really goes for I mean the majority of this list right. and, and how I've kind of thought, come to think about it. But um, yeah, so there, there's a couple other things. Yeah. Uh, performance wise jay is not what he is on the cd we offer uh, cri- <laughs> constructive criticism and he refuses to practice or improve to get better and, Isn't that-, and that that i i mean that, that that to me is like i mean it's it's such a sh- subjective thing to say number 1 but number 2 I, I mean the 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 basically the entirety of the label from germany went to the last show of the tour 14 days of no, no off days. Just straight vocals. Uh, right. Opening the set, and they went to the last one, and and they, see, like they enjoyed the show. They enjoyed the set. So if there was ever one that that was gonna be worn or that I wasn't gonna be on my game, you would think it would be the latest into there. But I mean, they they were good with it, and and that's not to say that. I mean, I know, I know I'm not the best, and I know I'm not this elite singer or incredible talent. But but I I think that I can carry my own when it comes to performing and and giving my best effort as as a vocalist um i I gotta believe that and uh and i think that i i don't think that we would have gotten this far along if that was not the case so i think that's that happens to fall on a little bit more of the petty side of the spectrum for me that is Um, no, that is
2: that is just a hundred percent ridiculous logic because i mean what do they expect an album is they they you you take you take an album you do takes and and you you record all that stuff and then you have a guy you pay a guy thousands of dollars to make you sound better (laughs) right right so like i mean come on like like do you really think that you're gonna have those types of boards i mean you guys are fucking professionals i just this is this is this is some shit that like I would say to a friend of mine in a garage. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah. Like, like, hey man, you
2: fucking suck. You can't play bass. You know? Yeah, (laughs) I know I can't. I'm really shit at it.
0: (laughs) If the bass player is fucking up that much, Neil, you probably need to cut the bass.
5: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: (laughs) It just sounds. It it, that that sounds utterly like I'm I am trying really hard to understand. How they can say that with a straight face and be dead ass serious, but I'm I'm failing at that <laughs> because I just like, <laughs> it, it's not computing in my head. It is that is yeah it is very
1: it is very different.
3: But like you still turn up to band practice and all that sort of jazz.
1: Yeah, I mean we we practice once a week, and and that was yeah once a week Mondays. That was typically what would happen. We'd go to the storage unit, do a couple hours. Um, and then we're out and, and usually that's how I mean that that was pretty much the norm and I was always there for that and I think right. uh, I, I I just I, I don't understand. I mean I'll, I'll be the first to admit I'm not then that renders the whole doesn't want to practice statement totally non-logical if
2: you showed up to every single one then What What exactly are their arguments about
1: that? Yeah, the... Yeah, I the the only like I said the the only issue and the only thing that I think they could say is when I'm out of town. And and when I'm out of town, obviously I can't practice, but I'm always on on my game and I'm always Styping. I make sure that that whenever w- whenever it's go time and we're under the lights, I'm I'm ready. And yeah. uh so that that's that that that's the thing. Like that regardless of of if if it, if it, if it really is just stems down from me not being in town when, when i'm out of town then, then i mean that could have been worked on also these these are just like like i said the laundry list like it's it's such right. little stuff that could have just oh my god but yeah I, that was that was another one um i and then i i think that uh i i think really what what this the more that i kind of thought about it and, and really got the time to digest all of this and kind of um really understand like where this was coming from and, and why now and how it was done i just uh i i think that th- th- we we had the we had the trouble in europe so we there were I'll, I'll tell y'all a funny story so the, the first show that we played in europe obviously we are so hyped up ready to go first european show uh it's right. germany it's packed the, the two bands that we're on tour with are, are absolutely amazing live and You're we like, know hello, that.
0: Cleveland.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, we're we're ready to go. Like, we are. We we show up to the venue. Uh, um, we're the first band on, and and we're just ready. Like, we're hyped, and uh, so we don't get the time to uh sound check, which is cool. I mean, we we we've, we've done just backline the show before, no big deal, right? But so we get up there, and the the one of the guitar cabs entirely is not working. Um, <laughs> the Back the the click tracks that are also accompanied by the back tracks are out, so we're not on we don't have a time and we figure all of this out five minutes right before we're about to play, so really our set is it, it doesn't take until ten minutes that we kind of come to the understanding that this isn't going to improve, so we're just going to have to wing it right. and then we play that we play a, a half set and we we are basically down one guitar and our drummer is just Playing on memory, uh, so needless needless to say, I I and this is this is so this is stuff that's the end of the world to us as musicians because we know what's going on, but the crowd doesn't, and and these are people that probably don't even know our music. So right, uh, come to think of it, it it's from 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 that perspective, it's not the end of the world uh, in the big grand scheme of things, but for us it is, and I think that we work ourselves up so much in the heat of the moment, and it, it isn't when a great show. And then at the end of the show, everybody is just morally defeated. I mean, everyone is right. just dragging their feet. No one wants to talk to one another. We just embarrassed ourselves in front of the two other touring bands on the package. This is just the first show. What an embarrassment. How are we here? That that, that kind of just like was the was the start of, of it. And I think that's really what, what kind of set the tone. But, but the thing is, is uh, whenever we continue to have Issues or what? Because it, it was always a work in progress. We, we're used to this particular set that we use back home that we're not able to use out there. So there was always a learning curve, and um, again, we're playing with bands that are established and well known over there. So right. winning over the crowd was always a challenge as well. So like I said, there were good, good days and bad days as far as performance and reception. But I think that the guys just the the guys got so ate up by the by the not good days that they just needed they just needed that that scapegoat or someone to blame i i think one of the things that looking back for me now um because i handled so much of the business and i, I did so much uh i did so much of the behind the scenes stuff that really people uh, or really the other guys didn't uh understand let alone ever had to deal with that when things started going bad like that uh, it's i mean i can understand why i'm on the point of reference that gets blamed but um at the same time, I, I mean, it's uh, it really, it, in a way, it's my fault because I didn't expose these guys to those sorts of things. I, I didn't say, hey, no, you you have to, you have to talk to these people, or you have to book this tour, or you have to do this interview. And one right. of the things that 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 blows my mind right now is, is since that day, there has been no public correspondence from their side yeah, about this situation that's and, i like say i've not seen a single not one, post at that, all yeah at all. yeah not not one single thing from personal from the band page from anything and and that's i was like man i don't understand like w- are you just gonna let this drag out until legally it gets worked out that could be months that could be years who knows but the more i thought about it i was like no that makes entirely a hundred percent sense because you these were the same yeah that's yeah i you was do. like these, these were the same the, these were the same guys that 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 weren't comfortable doing independent interviews or going on Facebook Live by themselves or uh, doing anything other right. than a pre pre written texts and uh, and and because of that I think that that kind of uh, I, I think that the writing on the wall this this the, the writing on the wall of everything involved with its d- decision that they made all points to an emotional decision and. By that, I mean the album The album was put out September 1st. They kicked me out of the band October 4th. So you kick the vocalist of your band out one month, a little over one month after your label debut is released. You kick right. your vocalist out eight hours after you get back from your first European tour. And you have your hometown home- homecoming right. show and the biggest venue you've ever played in your city scheduled at the end of the month. And you kick him out two weeks before that. And it was so that that to me says that it was such it was such a problem for me being in the band that you needed to address it the second that you got home. And and that right. is what is the craziest thing about all this, because it's like you couldn't number one, you couldn't have a conversation. But number two, it I mean, you had to do it right then and there like it was it was that big of a, of a plague uh, for you guys that you had to address it then and there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 a crazy thing and uh i i think that i I really like i said i i can understand the perspective i don't understand the logic um i one 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 of the other things i i didn't mention was i I, at the end of the tour like i said we we finished the the tour and we got to spend some time at the label hq in in germany and that was some place that was a place that i I was the only person that had the chance to visit beforehand uh, um because i i went on vacation but because of that, I, I I knew some of the staff working there. I had relationships with some of the people working there, and that's where this tour came about. I mean, that's when the decision to, to do this was made. So, right, um, I, I was already I was already known there. So I, I had a, a working relationship and a conversation with the the leadership of the label. Uh, and w- one of the biggest things that that they mentioned is as I, I spoke to him in confidence about. Um, about my visit to the 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 label in la because i I had also visited there prior to the release of the album right and i think by me having this little bit more of an intimate relationship between uh the the executives of the label i I think that kind of played into the whole um he he's the only one that gets to talk to them sort of thing and uh one one of the things that that came from that and and this was never a formal offer. This was something that was that was possibly thrown around. But but there had been there had been rumored or spoken the possibilities of me working for the label uh, in in the United States. And that was nothing more than just a rumor or or, or, or a, right. a a statement that was passed out in just in in, in casual conversation. Uh, but I think that they they really jumped on that as well and we're kind of like well he's on the way out he has this job offer this is what he he's gonna do or this is what he wants to do and right. uh, I, I think that played part of it too but um like I said, I mean it's it's just crazy the the timing and how it was done and e- even from a songwriting standpoint, there's only two songwriters in the band and, and that's Jason who writes the music and me who writes the melodies and the lyrics and right. not only are you kicking out the vocalist, the business guy, but you're kicking out the the songwriter as well, yep. and and I mean all of that just says that this was a completely uh, impulsive decision, at least in my opinion.
0: Well, so. it seems to me like all the reasons given are 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 very petty and could easily be solved you know, hopefully with just a conversation or at the very least you have the conversation, things don't go the right way. And then, then you take action. Let me ask you this though, where do things stand now? I think you've kind of addressed that a little bit. And, and what do you hope happens? Where, where do you want to go with this? What do you, I, I know you had expressed a couple goals you wanted out of this interview to help younger artists kind of realize what, you know, some of the things that you might encounter, but yeah, hit us up with that, where things are at now, where you want things to go and kind of where they're headed.
1: Um, so, as far as where where we're at right now, uh, the the first the first correspondence I had with their uh, attorney was a couple days ago, and the offer on the table right now from from them to me is is take one fifth of the take one fifth of what we have after the debt. Give us. At, so one thing I didn't mention was after uh, after all of that kind of took place with the social media thing and and Cody moving out and all that. Um, Right. I still had all the merch inventory at my house, as the trailer as well. Uh, yeah. They had obviously the social media, the money, but um, the and 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 the time after that, uh, they while while I was away from home and, and my mom was home, they they attempted to go and collect the merch and the trailer, and obviously she wasn't gonna going give it over to them without my permission. So, right. uh, the the attorney the attorney contacted me, and he was like, "Well, give us the the trailer and the merch, and we'll give you one fifth of Basically, what is in the account after the, after whatever debt is paid, and that's probably the debt in regards to uh, the the label and the the expenses on the tour, yeah. and then right. and then we'll just let you go, and and that that's the settlement. So basically, one fifth, and and you're done, and and for me, um, that the the thing the, the really the thing that I was holding out for, and why this took so long, to address publicly was was my. Mo And my hope had always been that there was a way of compromise because these things are so minor, because the right. arguments and, and are so petty. I, I thought that there would be a way for resolution uh, because there was just I mean, like I said, it's, it's stuff that could easily be fixed. And um, when, when that became clear that this was all in or all out, it's like, OK, well, uh, the, the, the this is these answers and this story is what is owed to the people that put us in this position to begin with and um that that was my mo and the whole thing behind doing this so as it stands uh it's 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 still in the course and it, it probably will, will remain that way for quite some time um I, I have no intentions of just rolling over and and giving in yeah. uh definitely not not or easy at least yeah yeah i mean whatever at every corner at every stone i'm i'm gonna battle this thing because uh i'm num- number one i i love across the atlantic and i'm proud of what i built and i felt like my contributions definitely earned me a little bit more of uh of an exit than than this will, is is entailing but number two right. um I've, I've always tried to stand up for the things i believe in and, and more so than the money or the band this this to me is is about principle and how you how you stand up for yourself and in, in spite of the odds or how this looks i know there's a very good possibility that i'm not going to be on the on the bright side of this when the dust clears but i i need to at least know for my well-being and when i reminisce about this in, in years to come that i i know that i took a stand and and i did everything within my power to uh to to write what to to pursue what i thought was right so that, that's right. what uh, that's what I'm hoping to to do and I'm kind of to be honest with you guys, I'm kind of at peace with regardless of, of how this plays out. Um, it's like I said that when, when the initial revelation of all this came came to me it was uh, it was tough, man. I mean my identity had been basically attached to this band for, yeah. for over five years. everything that I've done, my whole presence if people know me J ATA, I mean that's that's the thing and and really the reason I, I pursued this band as a career, and not as just a hobby, was for my band members. I mean, the the thing, and this this is on my blog, this is on the interviews. Uh, I, I did a, a blog post a couple days before the album released on daybyj.com, and, and I said, the thing I'm most proud or excited about in releasing this album and being on the label is that I've had the ability and the privilege to impact my friends' lives right. in a way that they're able to pursue their dreams. And uh, as you can... Uh, as you uh, can kind of imagine, I mean, this, this what's been done. This is kind of like uh, it. It just it feels like betrayal in, in, in a way. It's and, clearly um, a
2: stab in the back. And, uh, and, we'll l- and not only that, but like you know, there's nothing that was toxic about about this. Like I could completely understand if like you were just like, I mean, for lack of better words, banging whores all over Europe, and, like, they're just like, we're just not, we're not <laughs> even trying to do that, you know? That. Like, yeah. I just, it, it's one of those things, like, like, if you were completely out of your mind shit-faced on stage, missing notes, and not re- forgetting words, there that's, that's warranted.
0: Not forgetting words? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not forgetting words, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's warranted behavior to get the boot, but there's literally nothing here that is a substantial bit of harm to that band.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, no, yes. none of that I, I, and not even enough time because Yeah. Just be on be honest about it. Two weeks of just saying, you know what, this is
5: gonna me and I'm just stressed about it. That's not enough to get you
1: out of a job. That's not enough to get you out of a friendship <clears> at all. Was
3: was that the first yeah. time you guys had ever been like nonstop contact for like three weeks straight though?
1: Um no, we we had longer tours in the States. But like I said, yeah. I mean we we had a we, we had always or I had always kind of tried to, I, I know like how how the lack of privacy can affect someone and being on the road can affect someone. So I yeah. always tried to make those as pleasurable experiences as possible and that was something that i felt like i had been been good um good at so this was the first time where it was just kind of out of our hands but uh we had definitely done it before in in longer circumstances but um i mean with that in mind that the really this this whole situation kind of just taught me uh just to be careful of of who you trust and how Mm -hmm. everything can be gone in an instant when you don't have those safeguards in place that determine control or direction uh with in, in regards to the the culture of the of band i think just a lot of young artists really don't consider that um at, at the end of the day that this is a band and it's something that's fun and, and and will give you the most joy out of life but on the other side of the spectrum it's also a business and if, if you want to do this for the rest of your life in, in a way that it's going to make a living for you you have to be wary and, and aware of uh of that and and make sure that that regardless of of the situation and, and no matter how good of friends you are I mean nothing personal but but the people that really are, are the ones that are on the front lines and, and doing the a little bit more of the grunt work I, I think should should be uh, representative represented in a, in a way that has a little bit more of, of the authority if it comes to this which hopefully right. it never does but um, that that was something that that I had learned and, and really the, uh, like th- as hard as this probably is for them to believe or anybody listening to believe if if the conversation had been had in a formal way and we all sat down and we, they were like jay we just don't think that it's in the best interest of across the atlantic for, for you to be the singer anymore and and we're thankful for what you did but it's just not for us anymore it's just not the best thing for us i i, I think that a peaceful and, and ethical transition of power could have been done i mean because mm. This was something, like I said, that I had helped build and something that in a lot of ways has been and, and I hope will be uh, my livelihood. And right. F- from right just from that perspective, even if you don't believe me wanting to, to, to do something good or, or be a good person, why would I want to destroy something that, that I helped build? Why would I want to destroy something yeah. that, that has been su- such a prevalent and such a, a, a great time of my life? Um, yeah. that, that to me them not wanting to have that discussion with me i i think that more so than the action itself that the way of which they went about uh what they did i i think that that's what's been the hardest the hardest thing um to kind of come to grips with uh but yeah i'm I'm getting back to um kind of how how i'm feeling now i mean it wasn't it, it was it wasn't always like this it wasn't easy for me to kind of address this publicly I, I like i told you guys uh once that All screenshot right. came out it was kind of like the floodgates were open on my social media profiles and, and messages and i kind of just went rogue or, or off the map for a few weeks and, and actually o- over a month i mean it got to the point where i just uh my, my dad kind of saw how, how this was affecting me and he he decided to take me out of the country and, and get away Good. for a little bit and then the same thing Good. with my girlfriend on this hiking trick and and that really taught me um, some insight and, and really gave me the, the strength I needed to kind of address this head on. But when I finally did open up the messages, what I found in there is what really uh, kind of inspired me more so to to take this stand and, and to speak now. Um, I, I was expecting kind of the questions, right? Or like, what happened? Uh, are, are you going to still do bands? Whatever the case, stuff that, that you would come to expect. But what I didn't expect were... Um, the peers in the music industry, and the people that we had worked with, the producers, the artists, the managers, right. uh, the the label representatives, the family members of theirs, the the people that are all like, we we don't agree with this and 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 we wish that we could stand up and say something for you on your behalf. Obviously, there's other things Damn. that are in play where we can't take a public stand, but but know that we're here for you. Uh, that that to me really struck a nerve because i, I like I said uh, initially when we had, this 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 conversation i just thought that so much of my worth and and who i am and my 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 me as a person was associated to across the Atlantic so it's it's really cool and and, and humbling to know that people have recognized the the efforts that i've done and and the things that i've contributed and the sacrifices that i've made to, to be able to to say that and uh, i i think that more than anything else is is really what's kind of inspired me to um to 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 get back on the horse and and keep moving forward and and stay true to uh to this fight wherever it takes me for better or worse uh i i I think um there's a lot of people that are in that that really tough position of because they're friends with all of us and associated with all of us but but to uh those are the people that know us best and those are the people that know me best and to hear those type of uh, words of encouragement from them i think that's what really resonates with me the most right now and um, yeah I mean it's it's just been it's just been a tough tough time but regardless of, of how this plays out if I mean if this is my last bow and, and music I'm very proud of, of what I was able to accomplish for what it was worth um, this revelation of, of me helping my friends do something cool uh, kind of has inspired me to, to hopefully do this on a bigger scale for for other artists even if I'm not in the band. Um, I, I liked, I really have always taken the most joy out of the things I do want to do them for other people. So I'm, I hope that, um, if this is, the, if this is the end of my timeline and, and road with music that I have the opportunity to maybe mold or advise another artist and their career and hopefully pay forward the things that I learned and the mistakes that I learned. And, um, I, I think that, uh, if, if we can just, if if we all can contribute just one thing before we're, we're gone from this world then, then we're only going to be in a better position because of it and uh, I, I hope that I, I can do that um, in addition to, to kind of seeing how this plays out I'm kind of just uh, like I said going to just try and be a little bit more present in the local scene and, and a little bit more accessible for artists that are trying to work from an independent out and uh, and, and get their word out there but also I'm um, uh, I'm launching this or refreshing this brand, this this uh, lifestyle brand with my friend John called Strong Hopes. And it's about um, insp- inspiring others to kind of work through adversity. And I know that sounds really vague, but I think uh, really I'm just trying to pay forward um, to that, that inspiration and motivation and, and inner strength to, to keep moving and to keep doing something productive. Um, because that's what attracted me to music uh ultimately that's what attracted me to this music was battling depression and 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 under and coming to the crazy discovery that somebody else had gone through what i had gone through and they made it out and uh that if i could do that for one other person with music that was that was what i was going for there but if i can continue to do that outside of music then that'll be even cooler so um i'm hoping i get to do that <laughs>
2: man i gotta be honest dude and i don't know if it's just because you're playing you're being all tactful here but i cannot believe you're still calling the people that are like giving you the boot from this your friends like like it kind of like says a lot about your character and again I don't know if this is you like playing your cards right and saying the right things but like <laughs> I would i would hope that it's not be because man fucking... like that's like I would be i I know the type of person I am. And even after, like... We do too. Le- <laughs> and even after, like, letting my cooler head prevail, I would still be, like, a fucking asshole to these people. I would be the person. I would be the guy being like, hey, your fucking mom has texted me telling me it's a bad fucking idea. <laughs> like, I would be that guy. I would be the bitter, like... I would be the person, like, trying to one up them 100%. And I just... It, it is... That is a very genuine thing that you are like portraying right now is being as being that down to earth because that i would not be as i would not be as uh nice to you neither or nice to yeah no thanks thanks
4: but one thing i want to add as well is it's good to know though that regardless of how this plays out you are in acceptance acceptance for both sides like If you are a part of the band still, that's amazing. But if you're not, you at least have the experience and the adventures, if you will, from traveling to Europe, traveling across America, so on and so forth, to better yourself as a person as well as better yourself in life in general. So, Man, and and not only that,
2: but it kind of sounds like you might be working at their label soon eh? <laughs> oh I, I
1: i like i said i i think the label's kind of just trying to uh to be as even kill and this whole thing and i i they've they've been really supportive i'm i'm, I'm assuming on, on both parties and and kind of just
2: no but i meant i meant like i meant like when they said like possibly you they were gonna hire you on in la
1: yeah i i mean i can't speak for for them uh i i Obviously, would be interested in it, but yeah. uh, I, I I don't know. Obviously, this is kind of given the circumstances. I, I know this complicates the situation a little bit more than than it would have. But are, um, they, are they, they like super pissed with you? Um, is the
3: label like super pissed? Like
1: no, I I think I think the label is frustrated by the situation and rightfully so. Right? I mean, this is their investment that they spent right. a lot of and money signing too. us and putting out the record.
3: They dropped a, a ton of I don't know how much, but like they dropped the cash on you and then. For like your band to be like, nah, fuck that. We don't want to deal with our singer anymore. That did this whole all the work. I'd be like, if I was a label, like, it's bad to say, but I'd be like, nah, fuck this. It's not even worth the drama.
1: Yeah, and 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 honestly, I mean, I, in my opinion, I'm 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 not a label owner. I'm not ANR. I'm not anybody. But in my opinion, it it almost feels as though it's like the the damage that that is it's been done, and and, yeah, and across right. the Atlantic across the Atlantic and 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 its most sincere form was always based off of family and that that goes from from us as members as a collective in the group to the message that that we said out there I mean our shows were always a place like we would hope would would, would make somebody's day a little bit better and and hopefully spread yeah. some positivity in the world and with that regard I mean uh, I think that that message has been um it, it's it's no longer there or it, it it's been well it can't be <laughs> uh, yeah i i i think it, it's what's the word i'm looking for it, it's been tarnished our, our our name and what we stand for and and what we're about has has isn't it's it's in question to say the least yeah. and uh i i think that um whoever wins this whoever whoever comes out on top whatever outcome comes from this everybody's going to lose everybody is right. going to lose yeah, because. Yeah. but it, at the same works. time though dude it's it definitely sounds like you if like
2: best case scenario happens right everything works out and you guys come together and it it, it you got like you guys go in and start recording a second album or go on tour again like third album <clears> it's just nothing <laughs> it's nothing like a a um, you know a, like a, a well-written statement can't can't repair you know what i mean like i know that yeah i know that stuff like seems shitty right now but like i i I would love i would absolutely love (laughs) to see the or be a fly on the wall when uh like like say like a band like dance gavin dance and having johnny craig as their lead singer you know what i mean like i would love to see the like what happened and the actual statements that they had to release you know what i mean like yeah. It's, it's one of those things that like you know they, and they're fine they're absolutely fine now so it's just I, I, I understand what you're saying but I would hope that I like I I really do hope like the best for everything and I really would I would venture to say that I would I don't know if I could listen to across the Atlantic anymore even if they stopped that like if, if they went through with this so like just based on principle alone you know what i mean but if bygones were made bygones you know like maybe we can get past this and fans can get back to making music you know
1: right yeah i i think that was uh at a point in time that was that like i said that was my priority that was what i had hoped and uh it just it as of now it doesn't look like that's an option unfortunately but um i i like i told you guys i mean uh i'm i'm my, my mo and my ambition and doing this and and sharing the story and, and really being in this position right now it's, it's not to uh degrade or or talk down on on those guys or the band they felt what they felt they made a decision that that they needed to do obviously in, in an urgent manner and um for for better or worse for five years those guys were my brothers and and uh we went through some some really awesome and not so awesome times together, but whatever the case may be, and the times that we had, there're times that I'm going to rem- remember for the rest of my life and I'm grateful yeah. for the uh, the opportunity to have uh, played music and traveled around the world uh, with them. And um, I I I hope things work out. If they if they don't and and they continue, uh, I, I wish them the best and uh, I just I, I would just hope that uh, if if they keep the name keep the spirit at least please uh, if that if that's what you're going to do and uh be kind be kind with the with the songs and the lyrics that i wrote uh because they they truly do mean a lot and it's an extension of me in in a lot of ways um but yeah i I mean at the end of the day I, i think uh i think i'm just at peace with with whatever the outcome is and uh i mean really now it's just a matter of doing the hard part and that's just sitting back and and waiting it's all out of our hands but uh
2: dog you're a better man than i am (laughs) yeah (laughs) i would be i would be a bitter son of a bitch i'd be like
1: fuck
3: y'all forever yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) i
0: will i think that basically covers all the bases just to uh wrap things up man i i hope you keep going in your music career and if you do yeah i think you can be in an even bigger band called across the pacific so you they kind of take the <laughs> you yeah that bit. that
1: that's, that's the rumor that's been circulating passing <laughs> the pacific is what's going on out <laughs> <Yeah>. there so <laughs> well, um but no what,
0: man how can people keep in touch with you Are you still updating day by day. you're gonna keep running with that
1: yeah yeah actually uh so it it, <laughs> it was one, one of the uh the most hardest like uh Really, gut checks was was not just going on there and just venting about all this stuff I just I told am you guys. 100% but uh, sure. right. r- r- Regardless, uh. <laughs> regardless of, of how this plays out, um, it, it the, the the blog and the story is going to continue whether it be as a musician or just as a person. Uh, I, I want right. to just continue, like I said, leaving my contribution and my story out there and hopefully sp- spreading uh, the, the good vibe. So um, I'll, I'll be on there. I'll be on social media now. I'm hoping that uh this this interview in bulk can answer most of the questions that people reached out there so i'm kind of hoping that we can just leave this at a point of of closure and let it just simmer and play out the way that that it needs to uh we'll see how that goes but um yeah i, I mean regardless I'll, I'll be i'll be around social media and uh the, the blog basically I'm, I'm, I'm out here and and i want to make sure that. Uh, people are kind of uh still still know that i'm regardless band or not uh i'm still here for you and and i'm hoping to uh if, if there's anything i can do to help or inspire somebody that's what it's about and, and hopefully strong hopes uh takes off too so um but but yeah guys i mean thank you guys for having me I, like i said i know this was a different type of uh podcast than, than what's usual but i, yeah, I, I still crack do. some
3: jokes it's all right
0: a lot less dick jokes
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah right
1: i, I i think we did pretty well given the circumstances I only, but yeah i mean anytime I only once really badly <laughs> 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 oh my God. Well, yeah
0: if if you ever want to come on if it's if it's to let us know what's going on if it's to plug something new that you're doing you always have a place here man we'll step off Absolutely. the ledge with you
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks dude i got that yeah yeah um yeah man i'm 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 here even if you have guys ever want to feature me or, or whatever uh i'm, yeah. I'm here and and uh, like I said, just thank you totally so much. Jesse Lacey, that's it's all right. Last
0: two questions: Are they looking for a lead singer, and can I get their phone number?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I know, they're asking around, so we'll see. But put, put your name in the hat there, so <laughs> I, I could,
0: I could make them miss you real quick.
1: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh, cool man. man, thanks for coming on, dude. Thanks. No, dude. thank you, Pleasure. and um, to everybody out there that that's been waiting uh, for the answers. I'm sorry it's taken so long. I I know uh, I know a lot of you are the ones that that really are are affected by this uh, just as much as as we are. Uh, because truthfully speaking, without without you guys supporting us and coming to the shows from day one, we wouldn't be in this position. And and regardless of if this is my end of the line or not, I, I need you all to know that it's been a hell of a ride and and something that. Um, I'm going to take with me to to my last breath and um, thank you all for believing in me and believing in us and uh, supporting us coming out to the shows, getting the merch um, and and doing your thing. Uh, From Sharptone to Andrew Wade uh, to Mike Cortada, uh, Adam Splitter, Rock Sound, Alt Press, anybody you guys here, anybody who's been any significance to this band or to me. Uh, I'm, I'm very sorry and I'm very uh embarrassed that we're at this situation but I thank you all for just allowing us to, to to have taken on this life and this entity and and transformed and transcended a life beyond just music at the local venue and uh, I, I love you all and, and i hope that I have the opportunity to uh, to see you all again but thank you guys great keep your chin
3: up okay well yeah man okay,
1: well. <laughs> um, I've,
0: yeah. I've, some of the some of the dust kicked down here from my fan into my eye but um, yeah man no
4: no.
1: (laughs) thank you guys It's, it's it's been a dream come true
0: so there's our interview with Jay Martinez of Across the Atlantic I can't thank him enough for coming on I'm really sorry to hear that he's in the situation that he's in and I truly hope him all the best I hope that he and Across the Atlantic can work things out they're a band that I love he's a person that I consider a friend And I'd love to see them work it out. I'd love to see them settle their differences and and be able to work this out and get back together. In the meantime, while he's all alone, I'd like to send this song out to him. This is a song that I personally love. It's All Alone by Attack Attack.